Hello, my name is Ben Schluter, and welcome to another episode of the LSU Basketball Ball Cap, recapping every single LSU basketball game that I have a chance to watch. And, um, yeah, this one was a basketball game. LSU finally gets their first loss of the season in their SEC opener on the road at Auburn. 70-55 to loss, a game that was not fun to watch and in which LSU constantly shot themselves in the foot. They they did it to themselves early. Now, it should be noted in this game, there was no Brandon Murray available. He had a hamstring injury, so uh, for the first time, Eric Gaines was in our starting lineup. Boy, did that end up doing great things for us. And by that, I mean it didn't. LSU started this game down 18-1. to We didn't hit a field goal until 9-14 remaining in the first half. For those of you who don't want to do that uh, number, it took us 10 minutes 46 seconds to hit a bucket. Yeah. Um, that's not good at all. We were 0 of 16 to start the game, and to make matters worse, 11 of those misses were from 3. 11 of 16 missed shots were from 3. You are down, the, the lead is getting worse and worse and worse, the deficit, excuse me, and your your brilliant idea is to continue to shoot 3-pointers, which are low percentage shots, as opposed to inside, I'm sorry, driving inside to get buckets that are high percentage shots. What are you doing? And these were not desperation threes. These were not threes where there were five seconds on the shot clock. There were genuinely some of the dumbest threes you could have had in that moment. There were threes where we took a transition, got it, and then shot a three about five to seven seconds into the possession. Like we would get like a turnover, bring it down, and then, oh, why are you shooting a three? There was, of course, the grand master of stupidity, which was Eric Gaines deciding to pull up a three from the logo. I'm not even making this up. And it wasn't like from exactly midcourt, but from Auburn's logo, the edge of it, like both of his feet, I think, were inside of the boundary of it. And he decided to pull up for a three. And of course it didn't go down. Because who's... I genuinely need to ask this question. What were you thinking when you shot that basketball? What were you thinking there? You are... You still haven't scored a single... Actually, no. Eric Gaines had scored a single point. He had scored one. He had a free throw that he made. He missed his first one, and he made his second. That gave us a one nothing lead. That was the only time we led throughout that entire game because we spotted them 17 points. You know what's a really bad idea? Spotting Auburn 17 points. You know what's a bad idea in general? Spotting a team 17 points. Because you know what's going to happen? You're probably going to lose that game. In fact, if you look at this, uh, here's what's crazy. Once we were down 18-1, to after that point, we outscored Auburn the rest of the way 54-52. to Here's the problem. We were down 17 points, so that ends up with a 15-point loss. You cannot spot teams freaking 17 points. I know that nobody cares, or I'm sorry, nobody listens to this, but from the team that is, but you do understand that's bad. And you do understand not to shoot threes in situations where you don't have buckets. 
How are you settling in from three? It's terrible when I watch it. Stop shooting threes. I've said this. Look, Darius Days, oh, he got in the gym. Apparently not. Apparently not. No, that that wasn't true. It was just that it was Lipscomb and they were terrible. And he was he was on fire. It's inconsistent. What the heck were we doing? Let's just talk about shooting first. Because in general, we looked like hot garbage. Um, we finished 18 of 63 from the floor. That's 29%. For reference, Auburn was 23 of 53. That is 43%. In the first half, we had five field goals. We were 5 of 25. We were 3 of 16 from three-point land, by the way. That's inexcusable. Um, and by the way, if you're wondering how many points we scored in the first half, we scored 21 points. So, here, here are the numbers. We had eight free throws made. We had three three-pointers and two two-pointers. Really, guys? This is what we're doing? Then in the second half, oh, we shot a lot better. We were 13 of 38. We put up more shots. In fact, we put up exactly 13 more shots. And then we made 13. Not great. Okay, you're shooting 34%. And from three, we got better. We were three of only 13 shots, not 16. I don't know why you're shooting that many. Oh, by the way, I should mention, of those three-pointers we were shooting... Like, one-third of them was a desperation heave by Darius Days with a second left on the shot clock that somehow went in. Which, I have no problem with him shooting that three. Quite the opposite. Thank you for shooting the three, because there was one second on the shot clock. That's what you're supposed to do in those instances. Those are those are the threes I'm fine with, but every other three-pointer that's four, that's like a forced shot, and I'm talking about, like, from the way you're shooting it, or that you don't need to shoot. Just in general, don't shoot them. Drive inside and get, drive inside, get contact. Go to the line and make your free throws. That's what you are as a team. That's what you've been doing this entire season. You outscore teams in the paint. That's your whole thing. Why are you so bad at this? Randomly. The Georgia Tech game was a great example of this. In the first half, we kept shooting threes for no reason. In the second half, we settled down and stopped shooting threes. And we started to do things on offense. Now, what's the difference between Georgia Tech and Auburn? I think you know the answer to that. Talent. The other answer is maybe having Brandon Murray. The other other answer to that is actually going into the half with momentum. Because going into the half against Auburn, Auburn had all the momentum. We brought the game back to within like single digits. I think we were within like six points, eight points. Auburn scored the last five points. It had to be, like, six points, but still. Like, Auburn scored, like, the last five. They scored, like, the last five, six points of the half, including hitting a shot with about two seconds left, giving us zero chance to inbound the ball and actually do anything. It really hurt us. Like, we went into the half with no momentum, and then what did we do on our first possession coming out of the half? Turn the ball over. We did, we did a terrible job against Auburn. Our offense completely died out there, and it's one thing that I was worried about going into this game. Was our offense going to be able to do anything? The answer was no. But again, a lot of it had to do with shooting threes for no reason. You don't need to keep doing it. And I get so pissed off whenever I see it. Genuinely, it, and I get to the point where it's like, I don't care if you make them. 
you're still shooting them for no reason. Don't. I honestly, again, and I've mentioned this before, I don't care if you make it or you miss it. If the shot is bad, I'm going to call it a bad shot. If it's a bad idea to shoot the three, I'm going to call it a bad idea. I don't care if you make it. Because I'm still going to say it was stupid. Because I don't believe in basing everything on the result. No, that's that's dumb. No, you base it on whether it made sense in the moment. You base it on, was this a good idea? Was this looking like a set play? If it looked like a set play, I'm not going to complain about it. That was the point. But if you're just shooting a three to heave a three, what the hell are you doing? And by the way, shooting a three to heave a three is what Darius Days does on so many occasions that I don't understand it. Stop doing it. Do you know what Darius Days shot from the field in this game? Four of 14. You know what he shot from three? Three of 12. Dude, you are lanky. You are a big dude. Stop shooting threes. Go inside and attack the rim. That is what you are very good at. I don't get what's happened to you, but you are not a three-point shooter. You have not shown that you can be a consistent three-point shooter. So don't do it. Do what you're best at, and you're going to be really good. Okay, you drive inside, you put the ball up. Okay, so what if you get contact? I don't care. I really don't. One of the problems sometimes with Darius Days, though, is that when he goes inside, he gets stripped. Alrighty? Or, when he goes inside, like, the ball just bounces weird. This is another thing, actually, that happens to him. I don't know what it is, but, like, Darius Days going inside, the ball going up, and then it falling weird and bouncing around. This is a thing that's happened way more times than I would expect. And it's just like, huh? I don't really know how to explain it. But, yeah, stop shooting threes. Stop shooting threes. Stop shooting threes. This is almost going to become a motto of mine. I might have to put it on a t-shirt. Because until you stop doing it, I'm going to continue to complain. Because the thing is, when you look at the numbers, we're not a good three-point shooting team. And then when you look at the numbers about our two-point shooting, especially in the paint, oh my god, they're incredible. Wonder what that means. You know how many points in the paint we had? 22. 22. That's atrocious. That's atrocious to me, because we only put up 55 in this game. We only put up 55. It's our low-scoring output of the season. I don't care that it's Auburn. I don't care they're more talented, because we have talent. We have to use it. Just, oh my god, the worst, the worst. Hey, uh, by the way, I do want to mention uh, rebounding. We got out-rebounded. That's not good, 43-37. to 37. You want to know... What's worse than being out-rebounded? Getting out-rebounded defensively by 10. We were out-rebounded defensively 32-22. to 22. Somehow we actually won the offensive boards 15-11, to 11, which is, I guess, I guess part of the reason for that is we kept missing shots. So we kept getting the ball back and missing shots. Except for we had five second chance points. Now, Auburn only had nine, but, you know, might want to get better at that. I, I really cannot express how annoying it is to continue to shoot poorly 
especially when you're chucking up threes for no reason. I especially want to talk about Eric Gaines, because Eric Gaines, he was one of seven in this game. From three. Um, before hitting his one three, he had missed 22 straight. He had missed 22 straight. So that means I think he went like three games without hitting a three. Considering what he was doing, pulling up from the logo, maybe you should just not shoot three-pointers, period. Just don't. Eric Gaines, to me, feel, and I don't want to say this, but it feels like it. Eric Gaines can be really good sometimes, but he can also be a liability out there. Some of his passes are genuinely stupid. Like, sometimes you're wondering, wait, who are you throwing to? How are you overthrowing this? Where is that ball supposed to go low? What are you doing with this cutesy little move? You know what you're going to do with it? Fall to the floor, fall on your ass, and not get fouled. Speaking of fouls, you got to make your free throws. Three of six from the line ain't going to cut it. I, I, I really don't want to harp on Gaines because Gaines is not the problem here. The whole team was the problem. They just didn't execute at all. It's not like turnovers were the major issue. Turnovers were a major issue, but they weren't the most major issue. Again, that was shooting. Though I do want to talk about turnovers. Remember, Will Wade had made that comment about how if we turn the ball over and we're inconsistent and all that, the roof would cave in at Auburn. The roof caved in at Auburn. We only had 17 turnovers to Auburn's 21. Granted, we had 17 turnovers. But in both halves, Auburn turned the ball over more than LSU. In the first half, it was 10-9. to In the second half, it was 11-8. to But the problem is this. Points. You gotta score points off of turnovers. We didn't. Even though Auburn turned the ball over more than we did, Auburn converted turnovers into points better. They, and it was just barely better, but better is still better. It was 17 to 16, excuse me, 17 to 16 in the entire game. Auburn outscored us on points off of turnovers. We only had three in the first half. Three. They had 10. So yeah, we did a lot better in the second half, but second half doesn't matter, really. We started this game off way too slow. Um, by the way, just need to talk a little bit. The refing in this game was kind of bad. Like, I didn't really... A lot of people were complaining about it online, and thinking back to it, it was pretty bad. But the one, and I think the worst part of it, was just how streaky it was. There were clearly instances where you, like, you can look at it, watch the game back, and be like, wait... Calls are clearly going one way, and now they're going the other way, and they're going back and forth. They were inconsistent as hell on foul calls, on... It was mainly foul calls. Um, another thing I need to mention was the court. The court was very... The broadcasters had very, very annoying thing of continuing to mention the very, very annoying thing that was the court had a lot of moisture. Um... Yeah, there is a moisture problem. I'm just going to continue to say moisture until I've said it as many times as the broadcasters did because they said it all the time. Other thing about the broadcast I do want to complain about, as the ESPN didn't send anybody to the game. They, they were doing it remotely. And it wasn't like it was because of COVID problems. And I say this because they were broadcasting a game from Alabama in... So 
This game was in Auburn, Alabama. They were broadcasting a game in Tuscaloosa. And they had guys there. Not only that, that game was a lower-ranked matchup. Like, the two teams in that, neither one of them was ranked as highly. You had a 19th-ranked team and a 14th-ranked team. And in this game, you had an 11th-ranked team and a 16th-ranked team. Which one of those two games is better? I think I can answer that. Yeah, it's the one with the higher-ranked teams. And it's the one with the undefeated team. Like, come on. I don't get why they did that. There was a point at which the color commentator's uh, audio was just cutting in and out. It was amateur hour out there. So I really just have to say, ESPN, please get a budget. You're owned by a multi-billion dollar corporation. Come on. Yeah, away from that. Now, why did I mention the referee? The fouls were bad. LSU had two guys foul out. Uh, Xavier Pinson fouled out. Tari Eason fouled out. And Tari Eason had four fouls in the second half. That's not good. Also, uh, Efton Reed got into foul trouble. He finished the game with four fouls. Yeah, we finished the game with 21 fouls. Uh, Auburn finished with 20, but only one guy got into foul trouble for them, and nobody fouled out. By the way, speaking of Auburn players, uh, uh, hats off to Walker Kessler. Um, so on this live stats thing, they have him credited as having only nine, uh, rebounds. However, uh, Auburn's official statistician, they've found a way to, and I don't know how the hell they did this. So this one is sounding a bit suspect to me, but you know, I guess maybe they are like able to do this. They took a team rebound and they actually gave it to him, which means that Walker Kessler finished with 16 points, 10 rebounds, uh, yes, 10 rebounds, and 11 blocks. I don't know who did it first, but he did it second. It's only the second triple-double in the history of Auburn basketball. Okay. That's a thing. To put Here's another thing that's really incredible. Walker Kessler is a transfer from UNC. He has more blocks than the team he just left. I think over the past three games, he has more blocks than UNC as a team. Yeah, he may or may not have been killing it recently. Last night, he was just a mess. If only we could have attacked him. Oh, wait, we did. We did one time. One time we actually got to him. And it was a good foul we had on him. He had three fouls. We actually got Auburn to pull him because of his foul trouble at one point. But at another point, he had when he got the three fouls, they actually didn't pull him. Because they were like, nah, he probably won't get fouled. Because we never attacked him. That really got to me. It's like, so they have this really good player that keeps blocking your shots. And you don't think to set a play up where you're trying to get him out of the game? Really? Okay, fine. I guess you can just lose. That's what it looked like. Trying to put the ball up inside was not as easy as it should have been. And I get where those 22 points, like that problem still. But like still, you could have done it. You could have done better. And you didn't. He was altering shots all night. He was an absolute menace out there. We have to play them again this year. Luckily, it's, you know, at home. Will Wade continues his horrible, horrible uh, problem of not having been able to beat Auburn in Auburn Arena. 
to one of only two SEC arenas he has yet to get a victory in, the other being Memorial Gym, the home of Vanderbilt, and we don't talk about why he doesn't have a victory there. I watched that game. It was one of the most excruciating experiences of my life. But yeah, what else is there to say about this terrible, terrible game? Oh, having only four assists in the entire game might not be a good thing. But Auburn only had 11, so I guess there's that. But still, that's really bad. This game was a wake-up call for this team. I hope it is a wake-up call for this team. That, hey, you can't coast by on just thinking you're good. No. This is also a wake-up call for a lot of the team because they hadn't played a true road game like in a while, some of these guys are freshmen. Some of these guys are sophomores. They have not played in that environment. Like a college arena that's packed with fans. They haven't had that experience in a hostile environment. And Auburn's the most hostile arena in the entire SEC. So they they got the hardest tap. Like just for a first game, that's one hell of a first game. And we did not rise to the occasion at all. When we got back into it, we started to give the game away with stupid turnovers, stupid shot selection. It was stupid, stupid, stupid. But the thing is, that I will say, if there is a silver lining, and if there's good takeaway from that, is that it was stupid. It wasn't a lack of talent that caused us to lose this game. We have the talent to compete. We just need to be able to execute better. We need to run our plays better, have better shot selection. If we do that, we can win. Our next game is Tuesday against Kentucky because we don't get to have nice things. The SEC really gave us a gauntlet for the first, like, seven games. Like, seriously, it's actually ridiculous when you look at it. Um... Like, our first... These are our first games, by the way. Just just so you know. So it's Kentucky, then Tennessee, then Florida, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, and then we get Texas A&M. Yay! We get a bunch of teams that were ranked at the beginning of this... Like, every single one of those teams until Texas A&M is a team that is either ranked right now or has been ranked. We run the gauntlet, man. They ain't giving it to us easy. And we're going to have to overcome that if we want to win the SEC and make the tournament. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Basketball Ball Cap. Don't forget that later today there will be an episode of Goal to Go. Then the episode of the Goal to Go kickoff show will again, like I said, not be tomorrow. But it will be on January 1st. Figured I might as well take a day off for the New Year's... uh, Eve mainly because um, I originally had plans on that day then those plans changed but I'm not going to change up my schedule just to do like one episode plus it gives me a little bit of an easier time to preview the LSU uh, Kansas State game which I won't be watching live how fun unless of course the LSU Kentucky game gets moved because of COVID which is not impossible because of the all of the COVID things 
I'm getting my booster today. That's going to be actually really nice to finally get done. Yes, I will be recording an episode after I get my booster. So we'll see if I sound any different. So if you want to find me on Twitter, find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S, P-O-R-T-S. Um, don't forget, like I just said a few seconds ago, gold to go coming out today. So until that time, I've been Ben Schluter. Hope you have a fantastic day, and until next time, bye-bye.